now, now, the Crash and Mars Podcast, 102.3 Now Radio. Hello, it's the Ginge, and this is the Crash and Mars Podcast for September 6th. Today on the show, Crash and Mars talk mistaken identity. Specifically, have you ever been mistaken for a criminal? Also, YouTube wormholes. What's that weird thing you can't stop watching on YouTube? Uh, unboxing videos, Japanese game shows, uh, twerking videos, and hiding things. We want to hear about that time you hid something too well and even you couldn't find it. Like, you want to keep your medicine out of reach of children, but not out of reach of everyone. All right, here we go. The Crash and Marshall. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, two and a half years after the construction of Rogers Place, it's nearly complete. The crews are now putting the final touches on the new downtown arena. Now, next weekend, or this coming weekend rather, thousands of people will get a first hand view of the facility during a free tour, which is cool. Yeah. Which Crash and I are now disappointed to say we will not be attending. I know, I was so jacked that we got tickets. Yeah. We're like, yes, this is sweet. Yeah. Once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. No, we can't go. No. We have other commitments. Well, we're working. Yep. Yeah, we have to work. Yeah. Well, we'll see you at the carnival, guys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Love your kids. I sure do. (laughs) The project's completion has required thousands of workers, an enormous amount of material, and hundreds of millions of dollars, which is uh, pretty cool. Was it 50,000 tickets in total, I believe, that was given out? Yeah. yeah, I think they've uh, maxed out on that. Uh, the seating capacity, if you want to go to watch a hockey game, 18,641. Mm-hmm. Concerts will hold 20,734. Smaller concerts, they can divide it up, four to 5,000 people. 52% of the seats are in the lower bowl, and 48% of the seats are in the upper bowl. There are also 12,000 parking stalls within a 10-minute walk of Rogers Place, and there will be seven LRT stops within walking distance once the Valley Line is completed. Hmm. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. If you're going to be going to check it out, you're going to have to let us know how cool it is. All right, a hearing is to begin today into the future of a federal judge who asked a sexual assault complaint uh, why she couldn't keep her knees together. What? Oh, no. The Canadian Judicial Council is to determine whether or not Justice Robin Camp should lose his job for the comment he made back in 2014 while he was a provincial court judge in Calgary. Court transcripts show he also questioned the woman's morals, suggesting that her attempts to fight off her attacker were feeble and described her as the accused throughout the trial. Yeah, he, he needs to lose his job. Yeah. Right? They need to that him guy's down. totally gonna lose his job. Could you imagine, like you're you're going to court and you're like, oh my god, I got Judge Robin Camp. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah, there's no way he's getting back in the courtroom because he thinks correctly. Yeah, yeah. The fact he would say something I, oh, like I that. I know. Uh, the judge acquitted the man of sexual assault, but the verdict was overturned on an appeal and a new trial was order. Now, hearings such as this one that this guy's going through are not common. There have only been 11 of them since council was created in 1971. Hmm. Wow. So. All right, for those of you who hate the Talos balls, and we've talked about this before, the terrible uh, statues that uh, sometimes pop up as art pieces around Canadian cities, well, you're going to really enjoy the Talos balls after you hear, hear what's popped up in Montreal. Opposition leaders in Montreal are poo-pooing a city decision. What do they want to do? Council there wants to top a bus shelter with a giant sculpture of dog poop, complete with oversized flies buzzing around the poo. Why? 
<laughs> That's what, what everybody's does asking. That signify? Uh, well, apparently it's designed to remind pet owners to pick up your dog poop. I don't think that's going to remind pet owners to pick up their dog poo. That just that would be a massive eyesore. Apparently, the bus shelter that they want to put it at is one of the largest in the city of Montreal. Yeah, the Dorchester Square bus shelter. Yeah, and uh, the sculpture, which includes giant flies circling the faux feces, is part of a five hundred forty thousand dollar cleanliness campaign. They also want to put dog poop up on billboards. They want to have street performances about dog poop. Street performances about dog poop. They must have a massive dog poop problem, right? Dogs is doing their business everywhere. Everywhere. Obviously, it's a big issue. But nobody wants to see a big swirly dog poo. I've got a a picture of it here if you want to see it. It's already up. There's one on the app there. Oh, yeah, it's up. Um, That's the poo on top of a bus shelter. Yeah. With flies around it. What would you do if that was put up? Like, what if the bus shelter is in front of your home? Yeah, well, yeah, right. You got, <laughs> it looks like there's like an apartment or like condos around there. Yeah. And you're standing out on your balcony or you're in Montreal, so you're probably having a smoke looking sexy. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're looking down at poop. That is brutal. I'm surprised nobody has stolen the poo yet. I think it's welded down. Oh, they really secured Yeah, I don't think you shelter? can, because obviously... The first thing you want to do is pick that up and steal it. Mm-hmm. Put it in the areas like on the ground where dogs are pooing. Why would you put it on a bus shelter? I have I have absolutely no idea. Like find your problem areas and put it there. Stick it in the bush. They and everyone will be it, like, uh, is that a big thing of poo? They needed it high up so that you were able to see mm-hmm. that there's dog poop everywhere. It's brutal. All right. Um, this is a, an interesting story, and it's interesting because people like to collect things. Well, this guy named Mike Martin was a man of simple tastes. What did he collect? Mannequins. Yee, creepy. He did collect a certain type of mannequin, though. He liked them busty. Oh, some busty ones. Yeah. Mm. So it's easy to imagine Mike Martin spending many a happy afternoon in his Wisconsin home, you know, uh, looking at their boobs. Um and hanging out with his uh, mannequins. Mm-hmm. Well, sadly for Mike Martin, he died. And nobody who he lived with or no one who knew him was aware of the fact that he liked to collect busty mannequins. Oh, no. They went in to clean up and they were creeped out. They went in to clean up and found roughly 60 life-size boobalicious mannequins <laughs> all throughout his house. <laughs> As it is, I don't like mannequins. Walking into someone's personal home and seeing that. Yeah. Oh, and they're all like dressed erotica and old. Oh, there's a lot of old timey ones. His ex-wife Maxine and his two children are now left with the mannequins. What do you do with that? I have no idea. Boy, oh boy, are their boobs big. Yeah, these are like giant ones. Uh, you see the photo of Mike in the background there? Let's see. Oh, sad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's just kind of standing there. Has anyone had to go into someone's house to clean up after they passed away and discovered something mind-blowing? Like something yeah. you never would have something expected. Something you never would have expected. Maybe they had some odd collection. Well, here's the, here's the best part about Martin. Uh, every time he acquired a new mannequin, he'd spend four or five days restoring them, a process which included a resin called Bondo to enlarge their breasts until they were the size of beach balls. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he would do? Yeah. Yeah, Bondo, that's what you're using on a car to fix a dented yeah. fender. Yeah, so he would just mold breasts. Oh, Grandpa. No. You know, anyone discover 
At their grandpa enhanced breasts <laughs> on mannequins. Grandpa. Everyone's like, oh, what a sad, lonely man. It is a sad, yeah. lonely. He had a family, though. Well, clearly he didn't care about them. He just wanted his busty mannequins. Apparently he'd comb estate sales for gowns and accessories, and he would paint details onto their otherwise lifeless faces. Mm-hmm. Someone texted in when they uh, had to clean up their grandpa's place. They found some DVDs. Grandpa, oh. grandpa had a little collection. Do you have anything that people would find, like, if you died... Like, after the show. Oh, no. And I had to go clean out your life. Yeah. What am I finding? Um, I'm just thinking of, uh, like, all the boxes we've been carrying around yeah, Canada. Yeah, Um, there's probably a, uh, a box filled with condoms somewhere. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Unopened, like oh yeah, unopened. You're not collecting. No, 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 no. souvenirs. Stapling like September 12th, 1999. Yeah, Yeah, obviously expired. Yeah, put it in the old photo album. Yeah. Now, Jen, you play it pretty straight. You know, you put yourself out there like you're a dad. Yeah. Good morals, and you don't have any shady past. But you, you, you have an inner dirt bag. Is there some Japanese animation we should watch out for? Nothing Mm. that Rachel doesn't know about. I don't think. Mm. That's where you get in trouble. Like if your spouse dies with you, like in a car accident. Yeah. And there's no one to cover up What's your guys' filthy... God forbid it ever happens, but someone has to go in and clean your house up after you and Rach disappear. <laughs> um, is someone going to find anything really questionable? Well, nothing- that we're like, what? Rach and the Ginge? No, like, headless mannequins. <laughs> Some of those, by the way. Uh, do you guys ever find, like, a mannequin attractive? No. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 but so, sometimes, right? Obviously you did. <laughs> mannequins have gotten better looking. This guy is still, you know, yeah. uh, it's a bit much. But mm-hmm. sometimes, never a mannequin, you're like, yeah, like walking through a mall, want to catch her. I'm like, yeah, the mannequins come a long way. No. No, I've never been attracted to a mannequin. They look more lifelike to me. His weren't the best examples no. of what I'm talking about. Ginge, do you and Rach have we mannequins? We don't have any mannequins. Rach has like some stud ripped pecs and abs. <laughs> You have some busty blonde. Well, this next story then is for you, Ginge, uh, because there's a new study out that scientists uh, have said that they believe that robots is set to take over human exercising by 2050 and that robots will be better lovers than human beings. They also say that most likely if we start doing that with robots, that men will become addicted and you guys will have a hard time being productive because you'll be at home banging your bot. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. By 2050, will we still be alive? Yeah, it's only oh. like 35 years. Yeah, you should, you okay. should be yeah. still alive. Yeah, we could alive. be banging bots. Yeah, you could be, age. yeah. I don't know if I would. Oh, I think oh, you, you would. would. Yeah. Well, I, you pro- would. I guess if it becomes the norm, you probably would, right? I think you would. You don't think you'd be like an early adopter, though? You'd wait for it to become, like, uh, like mainstream? Maybe, yeah. You don't want to be the first guy in your block. Although maybe I would, but this would be that thing that if I died, someone walks in, they're like, yeah. what? He has a sex bot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A yeah. uh, quick poll right now. Do you think you guys would uh, try that out? Oh, yeah. Scientists are saying by 2050, they're already releasing, um, like, robot lovers through therapy if you want to... Uh, mm-hmm. Um, obviously, a little different for the ladies because things go in. Yeah. Um, would you let a bot have its way with I you? No. I don't know if I would. Like Carlos. Carlos the bot. Carlos the bot. I don't know. You couldn't relinquish control because right now you're still, you know, you running things. Yeah, yeah, I am running the show. But if Carlos comes in, he's like, bzz, 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 yeah, I don't you know. Are pretty. Maybe I would. Pants down, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
Uh, they also see that there's going to be a lot of benefits to have robots as lovers, mm-hmm. including uh, they figure crime will drop dramatically once everybody gets their own sex bot. Why would crime drop? I don't know. Everyone's at home with their bot? Yeah, everyone's at home. You'd be busy, yeah. Anytime, any place. Yeah. Uh, Autumn Leaf says, Optimus Prime and I can finally be together. Wow. Damn. Damn. Would this ruin the porn industry then? Yeah, I think so. Eh, not necessarily, because you, a lot of people still put it on in the background. Yeah, but with it's not with like as a couple. But yeah. you're gonna put it on for your robot? Yeah, yeah maybe. Probably. Like, because you still want like the realism and versus this machine on you. Do so, you have any scat play? My <laughs> Got the dirtiest so robot. <laughs> All right, a Norwegian man has gone viral after he released details on an unfortunate accident he had in the shower. Now, what happened to him was he purchased a stool, and it looks like it's a stool from Ikea, mm-hmm. because he wanted to sit down in his shower, and his shower was small and did not come with a bench. Unfortunately, though, he oh yeah, he per- purchased the Marius stool from Ikea to help him when he was showering, mm-hmm. and the Marius stool has holes in it. Yeah. That are about, oh, I would say maybe three, four inches okay. in, in diameter. Perfect to let the water drain. Yeah. Well, he got stuck while sitting. Like he got... He got stuck. Like his bits his balls. got stuck in the chair. Oh. Stuck in the chair. Oh, oh. <laughs> no. Why were they draped through the hole? <laughs> I'm not sure, because he was sitting there enjoying. Now, he said that, uh, thankfully, he was able to reach the temperature control on the yeah. water. And so he gave himself a cold shower until... Shrink everything. <laughs> Smart. Until he was able to shrink her down. Yeah. And he was able to, quote, free his nutter. <laughs> <laughs> That's his why, quote from his Facebook you, page. Why would you ever go public with this story? I have no idea. Uh, he told his story in great detail on Facebook, and his video has gone viral. <laughs> uh, it's not in English, so I don't have any uh, audio there, there for you. Mm-hmm. But just if you're going to put an Ikea stool in your shower, make sure it doesn't have holes in the top of it. <laughs> I would panic. Yeah, oh, I right? think a lot there of people would be like would a panic. massive sense of panic. You're like... <gasps> What if this never comes off? I have to call 911. Yeah. I have to have firefighters come cut the chair off, my boys. Right? Especially if they dropped in there just on happenstance. So like, no fault yeah. of your own. You were just sitting, there's a hole in and the And they just floor. kind of draped in. Because then... I would assume, like, if I found out your stuff was caught in a stool, that you put it there on purpose. <laughs> right? <laughs> you would think that, yes. Yes, indeed. All right, a woman in Florida is in some big trouble. The reason being is because she tried to set her ex's car on fire last week. Hmm. She f- saw it on the side of the street, filled the trunk with some garbage, paper and stuff, mm-hmm. lit it up on fire, and uh, walked away from it. Well, she was caught on security cameras, and she was arrested. Now, she wasn't only arrested for setting her ex's car on fire. She was also arrested because the car, not her ex's. Oh, no. If you're going to burn your ex's car, make sure it's your ex's. It's your ex's. Uh, She was arrested for arson, and she's in some big trouble for setting that car on fire. It's all on video if you want to go and check that out this morning. I'd be so livid. How would you not? Well, I guess if it's the same vehicle. Well, it's like when we've done many stories and conversations about people getting in the wrong vehicle. Yeah. Because you think it's yours or your friend's. So same deal, I guess. So it's the same deal and then and then away you go? Mm-hmm. Like she just lit the trunk on fire? Yeah, she just, <laughs> she did. She literally filled it with garbage and lit it on fire. <laughs> Wonder why they broke up. Yeah. <laughs>
seems like a nice yeah. lady. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, if you guys have a hard time getting up in the morning, then this might be something you want to give a Google. Um, how many alarm clocks do you have going off? Uh, we have one, two, three. Yeah, I got three beside me. Three beside you. How many? Yeah. You, how many have you got? I'm down to just my phone. What? But oh, it no goes way. off like every three minutes for about an hour and a half. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh boy, that sucks. Well, you're gonna want to give this a Google. Then uh, apparently, there's a new bed that is out that will rudely awaken you by ejecting you out of it. No. It dumps you on the floor. The frame pushes away from the wall with two pistons powered by air compressors. There are lights and loud trumpet noises as well. And there's no snooze option. <laughs> it literally will toss you out of bed. Yeah, actually, I think, uh, yeah, it will literally throw you out of bed. If you, It's the ejector bed. <laughs> Which makes sense, because a lot of people have a hard time getting up. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to be flung out of my bed. I'm okay with lights and sounds and everything starting up, but I don't want to be thrown out of You want to throw on my computer here, Crash? I might have what it sounds like. Yeah. I don't think I could do the trumpet noises. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. You're in luck, because I've made this. The high-voltage ejector bed. Ah! This is all happening? Yeah. There, just threw another bed. Okay. Yeah, I would not want that to happen. No, I wouldn't want that to happen either. Okay, I just said I was okay with sounds, not those sounds. <laughs> <laughs> does anybody have an obnoxious alarm? And what does it? What sound does it make? They make those alarms that uh, vibrate and roll off the um, your nightstand. Oh, so, so you have to get up. You literally have to get out of bed to chase it around the bedroom and turn it off. No way. That would irritate the hell yeah, out of me. It's like a ball or something that rolls around. That's been one of the greatest parts of uh, cell phones like taking over is all those alarm sound options. Yeah. Because all we used to have was... Eh, yeah. Eh, yeah. Or oh, radio. I hate yeah. that sound. Did you almost F-bomb it there? Yeah. It's, <laughs> I'll hear that. People use that in commercials and I'll never buy their product. <laughs> that was like the alarm clock of my childhood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Having to get up for school and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Me, me, because the radio me. is too pleasant. You won't mm-hmm. wake you up. But that... Eh, eh, yeah, you think they would have changed the sound? Like they were all the same. Why didn't someone have a different sound? They were I have all no idea. Same buzzer because it was either the buzzer or the radio. That yeah. was your choice. Ugh. Does anybody uh, have though? Like, do you need trumpets blaring in your face and some sort of obnoxious, crazy sound? Because mm-hmm. mine's like this yoga-sounding spa thing. Oh, someone bought that. I saw this on uh, Facebook or something. Yeah. It says I have a mat that goes off and only shuts off when you stand on it. Remember? Oh, you bought that mat? Yeah, yeah. I remember, remember that. that uh, infomercial or That's whatever. That's good. Yeah. That would make me so mad. I would stand on it and then get right back into bed. I would just fling my one leg over yeah. and just touch the mat. And just like stamp on it a little bit yeah. and then go right back to or sleep. Or call the cat to come over and sit on the mat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Already in sports, the Calgary Stampeders can't be beat. They haven't lost since week one of the season. Uh, they put their boots... To their Alberta rival beating Edmonton 45 to 24. Calgary is now 8 0 1 in their last nine games, and they have a nice little cushion at the top of the CFL standing, so they're playing exceptionally well this year. Mm. Ryder Nation is livid after watching their team lose on Sunday's Labor Day Classic 28 to 25 to Winnipeg. So there you go, yeah. Winnipeg winning that one. Uh, which is nice. They have their wonderful banjo bowl next week. Yeah, absolutely. This weekend, they do. Lots of football going on. All right, it is going to be a nice day today. Uh, we don't have... Did you know that out east they're under heat warnings right now? Yeah, they're like oh. almost in the 40s. Almost in the 40s. Yeah. 
Yeah, like in not Ontario us. and stuff. No, not us. We are going to see a high of 17 degrees, though, so that's fairly pleasant with a mix of sun and cloud. It is 620, and we're sitting at 9 degrees. Good morning. <laughs> People are texting in what their alarm clocks are, which is hilarious. Uh, this one here says, years ago, I had an alarm clock that was shaped like a baseball. I had to throw it at the wall to turn it off. Mm. It sounded like the timer to a bomb, which became really annoying after a while. Yeah. So it'd be like, tick, 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 tick. And then you had to smash it. Yeah. Another one here says, I used to have an alarm that played the radio, but when it went off, I couldn't control it. It was so loud. It always ended up on the floor. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Was that the point of it? That it just gets louder yes. and louder? Yeah. Mm. I've seen those. So it's it like it turns on. Yeah. And it's the radio to the point where it was just out of control. I have the simulated sunrise thing. And then it has birds that start up. Yeah. They start really faintly. And then if you leave the birds go, it's like you have an eagle in your ear. Yeah. <laughs> it is at one point, yeah. yeah it's brutal. Uh, this one here says, hey guys, I'm at, I live at home still, can't afford to get my own place, so my alarm clock is my mom screaming at me to get up. Mm-hmm. I'll even sleep through that, alarm clocks, my mom yelling, so she'll come storming into my room and she'll scream at me to turn it off. Mm. Most of the times I'll even sleep with my mom yelling at me. <sighs> yeah. Can anyone really like sleep through an alarm clock? Oh, yeah. I-, I could. Absolutely, Like, if you I have could. a couple just blaring? Yeah, I absolutely. I probably could. Although, yeah, you totally can. Mm-hmm. Many times you'll hear Mars' alarm clock just going and going and going. You think, you're like, hey, it's at the point where it's extremely irritating. She's got to turn it off. Nope, still going. Oh, yeah. You see I'll sleep through anything. Pillows on her head. Yep. Uh, this one here says, hey, guys, I bought my kids a uh, alarm clock that has a laser gun on it. When the alarm goes off, a target pops up. You have to shoot the bullseye three times before it will shut off. <gasps> I'm an adult and I want that. <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right. In the news, we were talking about the story of the woman whose who, video went viral. After she was caught on security cameras setting the wrong car on fire. <laughs> she thought she was burning down the car of her ex. Uh, it turns out it was not. It was just a car that looked really similar to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was the end of that. When exes like take out uh, revenge on someone's car, it's in some cases kind of humorous. But if it's your own, it sucks. Uh, one of our buddies had his uh, car screwdrivered by uh, the ex. Oh, man. You know who it was. I do. Yeah. I do. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I won't say who. But um, (laughs) she took the screwdriver, scraped it along the car, and then stabbed it through the fenders. Like, there are holes everywhere. That was a bad one. He was not happy. I guess if you want to, you can... the fender. You can call, like, you can call the police on somebody for doing that, right? Well, yeah, that's that's a crime. That's, yeah. That's vandalism. Have you ever vandalized uh, someone's... No. You know, I've never been that angry. To, like, angry towards someone yeah. to actually damage their vehicle. I never have either. I don't think I would. I've thought about stealing things from someone, which I guess is also oh, I, still yeah. a crime. But I definitely steal, no yeah, problem. Yeah, but vandalize, I'm not sure. No, I, it's it's too too close. Yeah. And you're too attached to that. Mm-hmm. You can get busted so easily. Uh, I want to jump to uh, Ty here. Did your ex burn your car? Burnt it right to the ground in a church parking lot. In a church parking lot? 
Yeah, that church out by Beaumont on on 50th Street and like uh, Ellerslie Road. There's a church right there in that parking lot. They, she burnt it down. Basically, what happened? We went out to this concert, went out to the bar after, and one of her guy friends, me and my friend, I don't know, she didn't like that, and he didn't like that, and. She knew I left my car there, so whatever, go home. Next thing I know, like, 2 in the morning, the cops are calling me about my car getting burnt to the ground. Oh. So I was like, okay, this is weird. She ends up calling me, and she got burnt really bad during the burning of the car. Oh. Wait a second. Did she light it on fire while sitting in the car? I'm going to say she got gasoline on herself. Mm. Uh, I don't know exactly what they did, but, yeah, it burnt her face and hands. Like, she was too close to the window when she ignited the gas they dumped in there. Oh. And it, like, backflashed out and, like, burned her face and hands. Like, I mean, bad, like... Like, second-degree burns. peeled and stuff. Like, it was bad, man. So, obviously, yeah. Obviously, that's how they figured out who burnt the car. Yeah, and I never ratted her out, to be honest. You know, police are lazy. They don't do any investigation. <laughs> so, I, the, I didn't tell on her. All I did is go to the impound and grab my crowbar out of the trunk. That was it. I'm like, you guys can keep the car. That's <laughs> You just needed your crowbar? Yeah. yeah. Like, open the trunk. I want my crowbar, and I still have it to this All right. All right. Okay. Okay, thanks so much for sharing that, Ty. Yeah, all right, you guys. Thanks for making the morning great, and you have a good day. Thank you. too, you. bud. You too. Yeah. Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Do you have one song? And it doesn't matter the age of the song. It doesn't matter the genre that you find uh, is always popping up in your head. You can't get it out. You're working, you're shopping, you're hanging out with your kids, and all of a sudden this stupid song pops in your head. Do you have one of those? And again, it doesn't matter the year or the genre. Mm. What was that? Uh, I was singing oh, that, the weekend, the Bastille. That good, new, yeah, Good Grief. Good Grief. Yeah. Gosh, loves that song. I don't like it. I don't know. It's... It just seems too, like... And it's not great by any means. It, I don't know why it just stuck in my head. All weekend you were singing it. All long weekend. Yeah. It's not... I, I don't know. I just don't like the vibe the song gives. Well, it's happy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the vibe. Yeah, I know. It's a very, like, uplifting kind of song, and, and it's... And how dare someone play an uplifting <laughs> song around Mars? Uh, it's this one. I don't know why yeah. that was in my head all weekend. You were singing that all weekend. Well, this is interesting. If there is one song that sticks, researchers at the University of St. Andrews began studying that science of addicting songs. Yeah. And they discovered something uh, that probably classic rock fans already know. But I do have a list of the top. Well, they put together 20. I won't go through all 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'll do the top 10 most addicting songs. Number one, by the way, is Queen, We Will Rock You. Really? Yeah, I guess you hear it so much. Uh, they say the reason why is because of its repetitiveness. Mm. The doom, doom, doom. Right, yeah. Right? It's it's over and over again. So here are the top 10 out of the 20. Guaranteed a Taylor Swift songs in there. Nope. Oh, really? wait, yeah, because, she's number 15, Shake It Off. Yeah, because someone did a study on why her songs are so catchy, because she repeats a lot of stuff in them, yeah, all, they, in all of her songs. They say if you've got five specific elements, the song will be addictive. Yeah. Rhythmic repetition predictability, melodic potency, 
surprise and listener receptiveness. So that puts Queen's uh, We Will Rock You at number one. Mm-hmm. So number 10, most addicting songs of all time. Baja Men Who Let the Dogs Out. Oh, yeah. Really? It's it's not a great... And this doesn't have to be a great song either, right? No, it doesn't this have to be just, just an addicting song. Yeah. yeah. Jingle Bells by whoever <laughs> sings it. For whatever reason, people sing Jingle Bells. It can be freaking August, and you're mm. like, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells. How many bells. times have I done that? I know. Where you're, you're like, it's not bleeping Christmas. Yeah, you do sing Christmas songs all year round. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. Mm. Number seven, Europe, The Final Countdown. Mm-hmm. Number I've never heard anyone walking around singing that. Oh, yeah, that's in my head all the time. No. I'm constantly like, it's the final countdown. Actually, that's true. And then you do your arm up. You're like, yeah. uh, number six, another Queen track, Bohemian Rhapsody. Number five, The Village People, YMCA. <laughs> yeah. Number four, oh, I hate this song so much. The Proclaimers, I'm going to be, uh, or 500 Miles. No, no, no. And I will walk 500, 500 miles. miles. And I'll walk 500 more. Yep. Number three, Queen, again. We are the champions. Mm. Number two, Pharrell Williams and Happy. Oh, don't play that around Mars. No, I hate no. happy songs. <laughs> And then, of course, number one is Queen, mm. We Will Rock You. Uh, someone posted on the app, my song is Shut Up and Dance. Over and over and over. Oh, that shut up and dance, dance with, with me. me. Oh, we yeah. play the crap out of that Isn't song. Is that why? Uh, Jared says, get yeah. it on the floor by DMX. It's always there. Uh, I don't think I, I don't know that one. That. Uh, if you heard it, you would know it. Uh, other songs that make this list in the top 20, Culture Club, Karma Chameleon. Mm-hmm. Megan Trainer, all about that bass. Because <sighs> yeah. it's all about that bass, about mm-hmm. that bass. No yeah. treble. No. It's all about that. No, bass. because you did that, it's going to be in everyone's head. That's I know. terrible. Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. Four eight nine four six six nine. Join the conversation now. now radio. And no one knew me by name Trash my own house party Cause nobody came I know I'm not the one you thought 
Good morning, guys. Uh, warming up to around 17 this afternoon. A uh, whole laundry list of traffic. I don't know why there's a bunch of problems. Uh, yeah, I do. I've got a whole bunch. So first of all, uh, it looks like that accident at 75th Street and Argyle uh, is right in the middle of the intersection there. Emergency vehicles are on scene. Apparently, police, though, are saying that uh, people are going to be moving through there pretty quick, which is nice. Still that collision, Highway 15 at Highway 37, just north of Fort Saskatchewan, if you guys do see anything else. Definitely let me know, okay? Uh, HVAC Brad texted. He goes, I bleep and hate that song. We don't talk anymore. Oh, yeah. And you play it so much, it keeps popping up in my head. I hate, hate, hate it. I bet. Over and over. Uh, that one I've liked for quite some time. It's not one that pops in there, though. You don't get that? Mm-mm. This text here says, what about Single Ladies by Beyonce? Mm. Yeah, that's that uh, repetition. Yeah. It's always in my head. I didn't go through the whole entire list with you guys, either. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one says, You Were Meant For Me by Jewel. A little nope. old school, but it's a gooder. It's always in my mind from Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> Here are some of the songs that were at the bottom of this list. Uh, mm. This, is, of course, is from Research, which uh, people say are the top 20 earworms or the most, uh, the songs that you just sing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kaiser Chiefs, Ruby. That made the list. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Ruby, 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 Ruby. Yeah. Michael Jackson, Beat It. Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift, Shake It Off. Yeah. Mark Ronson and Bruno Mars, Uptown Funk. Mm-hmm. Journey, Don't Stop Believing. Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You Up. And Gangnam Style by Psy. Uh, on the way, Pam just texted Rick Astley. Did she? Yeah, yeah. Never Gonna Give You Up. Yeah. That one's in your head. All the time. I'm trying to think. Maybe I don't sing one song. Yeah, you don't really... Go off on any particular song. No, where I'm just like singing it, it's in my head. Maybe you just have so many in your head. Uh, this one here says, Mars, why don't you put Pocket Full of Sunshine? That's one that will never leave. Mm, nope. You know, since, didn't even think about that since song. Since you're listing off all these bad ones, they're going to be stuck in everyone's head all day. You're going to do Pocket Full of Sunshine by 3 o'clock this afternoon. This might be more up my alley. Mm. This one here says, oh my God, my repetitive song is 
My girl wants to party all the time. What? By Eddie Murphy. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, here's a few things that are going on. First of all, police are still looking for a suspect who decided to go and fire a gun off during a robbery at a West Edmonton restaurant on Sunday morning. The suspect entered the Lee Gardens Walk-In Pub. Hmm. On 182nd Street and 84th Avenue at around 11.20 in the morning. Holding a firearm, a restaurant employee says that the suspect shot fire, uh, fired shots rather into the ceiling because they didn't have any money to give him. What? Well, it's all like it was... He just went in to rob them? He went in to rob them. Said, and give me all like, your money. Well, I don't have anything, really. He said, we don't have any money. It was all taken to the bank last night. It's 11.20 in the morning. And he shot up the ceiling like yep. you see in movies. Yeah. Because wow. I would imagine the Lee Gardens walk-in pub yeah. has probably not a lot of money in the... No, there's not a lot of cash flow. It would At 11.20 like, in the morning. Oh, yeah. And majority of stuff would be like debit, interact, yeah. credit card. You know, when I was growing up, that Lee Gardens used to have karaoke. Yeah. We used to go sing karaoke there. Oh. Exact same one. Hmm. Probably looks the same, too. Probably. <laughs> You're right. It probably does look the same. No one was injured. The investigation is ongoing. Anyone with any information is being asked to contact police or, of course, Crime Stoppers. Uh, folks in Terwilliger might be getting some parking expansion, which is pretty cool. Parking spaces at a park could double if city council approval is given. Basically, they want to expand the number of parking spaces from 122 stalls to 225. Uh, it's a park that is heavily used, and apparently there's no place to park. Mm. Parking in Terwilliger, though, is a nightmare. Probably people are complaining that uh, the streets are filling up with people going to the park. Of course. Right? Because you have to park and your car somewhere. And then you come somewhere. home, and you're like, oh, son of a... There's, park a block away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you've ever driven through, like, Terwilliger or Terwilliger Town... Mm-hmm. The streets are... It's tight. It's tight. Yeah. That's a tight drive. All right. The residents of a Quebec senior's home believe that they have received a divine message that brings them strength and comfort. The reason being is because the cook at the senior center was slicing potatoes when he accidentally, or some might say miraculously, made a perfect lengthwise cut revealing what would later be described as a, a divine message. Mm-hmm. What is it? A perfect cross in the center of each half. Well, that sent the seniors at the center into a tizzy. That's They started freaking out. But that's just a rotting potato. Well, I know. It looks a little bit like... <laughs> <laughs> right? When the potato goes bad, it, yeah. it gets bad cross in the middle. Many of the residents at the senior center are Roman Catholic, so they just thought that it was... <laughs> it's th- a sign! Yeah, <laughs> they did. Uh, they say that it's a positive sign, and it brings them confidence, and it brings them safety and comfort that the Lord is appearing to the seniors... In their potatoes. No, no. You don't think so? No. Do you have a picture in there? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Let's see how legit this looks. There you go. It is a pretty good cross. <laughs> <laughs> it is a really good cross. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it looks pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, I've seen some bad ones, but yeah. that, that one looks actually pretty That decent. one doesn't look all that bad. The residents are hoping... That the potato is bearing a divine message. Did he form that potato? Because it looks like little caskets too. Uh, no, it does. No, he just cut it in half, and that's what was revealed. Hmm. 
All right, when it comes to dieting fads, I'm sure there's a lot of us who jump on a ton of bandwagons, and an increasing number of health and wellness bloggers are now encouraging fans to do something else. I don't know if I could do it, but believe it or not, I actually think Ginge could do it. Oh, no. This diet is called fruitarianism, and it's a fruit-based diet that was actually advocated by Steve Jobs back in the 80s. Hmm. And it is now making the rounds once again. What do you do while you eat fruit? That's it? 75% or more of your daily food intake is strictly fruit. Yeah, you down a bunch of like bananas and oranges here at work. Yeah, I love fruit. Yeah. Uh, but I do it just to like, keep my mouth busy. Uh, but it just never fills you up. Like, you can't fill up on grapes. But you don't eat breakfast. No. But you'll have, like, a banana or something. I guess it does, like, uh, scratch that itch. But you yeah. can't have, like, fruit for dinner. That's no. what these fruiters are doing. Like, I love my raspberries, my grapes. Yeah, but yeah. you would never just have my a pineapples. full plate of fruits. No, because you don't feel full after. What about no. fruit salad? Would that It's f- a side, at yeah. best. It's a dessert, kind of, right? So you'd never ditch dinner for fruits. No, no. I'd be... <laughs> Very angry. Very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do fruit for dinner. Yeah. Or fruit for breakfast, rather. Have like a fruit salad at lunch. Yeah. And then have some sort of like a, a plethora or a cornucopia of fruits. Yeah, like like a fruit-fed cow or something. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> People are wondering if uh, you get like explosive diarrhea. I would imagine. You lose weight. I would imagine it cleans you out. Right? I mean, yeah. that's... People are saying that when they eat nothing but fruit... Uh, they almost become superhuman of, because of the way it makes you feel. I don't know about that. Uh, it increases your physical activity, it sharpens you mentally, and it strengthens you emotionally. Wouldn't the like citrus, the amount of citrus going into your body, know. destroy you? Uh, well, this dude who's blogging about it eats 25 to 30 pounds of fruit per day. Per day? Per day. That's how much fruit he's got to eat. You know how expensive that would be? He also claims that his diet has made him immune to illness, and he excels as an elite runner. I don't know about that. 25 to 30 pounds of fruit? that's too much. In a day. You need some, like, cheese to balance out. You're right, it just run right through you. Mm -hmm. People are saying it's cheaper just to get lipo versus buy all the fruit. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good point, guys. That's a good point. get it pumped out, you're fine. That's a good point. (laughs) Moving on here. Uh, There's a study that came out that shows that if you're starting at a new job, there are phrases and words that you should not be using at work. The reason being is because they make you sound dumb. Mm. So unless you, uh, you know, you've been working at your place for a long time, you probably want to stay away from the following words. Do I say any of these? Uh, I think we all say them. Oh, no. These are the words that you should stay away from if you want people at work to think that you're smart. Are you ready? Mm. Number one, whatever. Yeah, you hear that occasionally. You do. I yeah. don't really bust that out. Chill out. Uh, what? Uh, that's like a 90s thing. Yeah, same with whatever. It's, this is a... Uh... Like, whatever. You're very clueless. It is. Yeah. Hmm. Legit. If you use the word legit. I've heard that a couple times. Like MC Hammer in 1993. <laughs> Where is this list from, Mars? Yeah. Asian Ray said legit to me on Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Too legit to quit. Yeah. It was about some taxes or something. He said they were legit. Well, he's using an actual term. Oh. Not, <laughs> not like that's like, legit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. I've heard that. I've heard that times. as well. I've, I don't think I have said that because that doesn't seem like a thing I would say. No worries. 
Yeah, I've, I've used that. I've used that. Okay, is it? No yeah. worries? No, no worries makes me sound like an idiot. Mm. <laughs> so we have to stop saying it. Dude, man, or bro. If you use any of those words around the office, people will think you're dumb. I'll use that as a joke. Be like, bro, bro. Yeah. But I'm not using it to be genuine. Awesome? Yeah. I use the word awesome all the time. Yeah, the, the word is awesome. People are like, hey, Mars, you're working on Saturday at the carnival. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Uh, spoiler alert. Apparently, if you walk around being like, spoiler alert, and then mm. you give some sort of information. That makes you yeah. sound dumb? It makes you come across as cheesy and less intelligent. Mm. What about for, like, legit spoilers, like TV shows yeah. and stuff? Because I don't want to hear them. Yeah. And I you're, appreciate yeah, if you're going to mention, like, Big Brother, spoiler alert. Yeah, no, you're supposed to just don't even be talking about it. Hmm. Uh, this one, oh, Rachel's going to hate this one. Shout out. Oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. She'll drop the odd shout out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jody says, uh, I use all of those daily. I guess I'm dumb. Yeah. Face. Sorry, it makes you sound kind of dumb. <sighs> I use them all, too, though. Mm-hmm. So those are the words that you shouldn't be using at work if you don't want to sound dumb. Surfers must have a tough time at work. <laughs> Bro. Bro. Dude. Dude. Yeah. All right. The next time you find yourself running from the cops, you may want to check their Facebook page. The reason being is because a lot of times police officers will use their Facebook to help catch criminals or get the word out about who they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Well, this guy named Mac Yearwood from Stewart, Florida, has been wanted since last October for violating probation. So police posted on their Facebook page a fake wanted poster of this guy. So if anybody, you know, saw him, they could call police. Yeah. Well, Mac saw their post and loved the wanted picture. Mm -hmm. Loved it so much that he liked it downloaded it, and then made it his own profile. Oh, no, he didn't. Mac. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently police uh, were able to track him down. They uh, turned to Facebook for it, and he also put his address and phone number on Facebook. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> so the police just drove to his house and arrested him. There's so many of these stories that pop up. Cause there was one a couple weeks ago. Uh, a girl, uh, same deal. Uh, the news, I think, put her picture on their Facebook page, and it's like, we're looking for this girl, she did sure. whatever. And she commented and said, uh, guys, can you use a different photo? And attached that. a different photo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she sent them a photo of her looking, like, super cute. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, like, drunk out of her yeah, mind in a like, mugshot. that photo's not flattering. Can you please use this one when you talk about it? <laughs> yeah. Me? They were looking for you. <laughs> yeah, they, they busted her. Do they still make, like, legit... I said legit. They oh. did. Oh. Wanted photos? Like, like, like the post old, like office and stuff. Not like the Western, but I feel like there used to be like a, like a top ten you'd see at the post office. I love reading those. I think so. I, I can't picture the last I time know. I saw a wanted photo. Although maybe it doesn't say wanted. No, you know what? No, I'm just thinking of uh, missing. Because that picture that this guy posted on his Facebook, it, the police said is a fake wanted poster. Mm -hmm. Like it's him. They, need, they want him. Right. But they made it look cute. That actually wasn't up on like oh, telephone poles. Oh. No. It is a fun one. It is, it is a fun <laughs> one. We should go back to those, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that's right. All right, this next story here <laughs> is, um, this one is actually kind of, this is kind of funny, I suppose, but not for ambulance drivers. But if you've shopped till you dropped, you know that if you do a long day of walking, your feet hurt, right? Mm -hmm. Well, a woman in England was out shopping when she had an issue and she had to call an ambulance. The ambulance arrived, and the reason why she called the ambulance is because 
her feet were sore from shopping all day. No, no, no. She told paramedics when they arrived, quote, I've been on my feet all day and now my feet are hurting so much I can't walk. <laughs> I need a ride home. <laughs> Mars, you and your mom do a lot of shopping. We do. You do a lot of walking. Have you ever thought of calling 911? No, I haven't. Uh, the woman told the emergency dispatcher that she had to walk home. It was about two miles and that she wouldn't be able to complete the trip in her condition. Mm-hmm. Now, paramedics, when they arrived in the ambulance, said that they couldn't take her home. They had to take her to the hospital, at which point she said, well, forget it then. And she just walked home. Because <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to go to the hospital. Guess I'll have to soak my own feet. Yeah, I guess I'm going to have to do it. <laughs> All right, this is uh, kind of cool. And if you're a fan of rock... You know that people who like to rock out mm-hmm. generally are very emotional. Well, Loudwire.com put together a list of the nastiest rock feuds. So these are bands or members of bands that absolutely hate each other. Mm. I'm going to guess uh, Axel's on there. Uh, Axel's yeah. on there. Yeah, he's my number two. Yeah. Number one, Dave Mustaine versus Metallica. Mm. You might remember Mustaine was in Metallica. Uh, but they fired him in 1983 before they got super big. Hmm. So ever since then, Dave Mustaine and Metallica. Just cursing him. Cursing him. <laughs> Axl Rose versus Slash. Yeah. Now, there's a couple of rumors about why they don't like one another. Uh, and this one is very strange. Apparently, it has to do with Michael Jackson. Supposedly, Axel got mad at Slash for working with Michael Jackson because Axel was molested as a kid. Jeez. Wow. Has anybody heard that before? No, I've never heard that. Okay, according to this feud, that's what it is. Um, is that just a rumor or they have come out and said that I think that point? that's what insiders say. Mm. Now, of course, whatever the case, that one's over because they're tearing it up on stage again. They're touring and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Ian Gillian versus Richie Blackmore in Deep Purple. Ian left Purple in 73 because of Richie. They reunited in 84, but he was gone again by 89. Uh, they say that they will hate each other and their feud will end when they're dead. Damn, that's a hardcore that feud. That is a hardcore one. Bill Ward versus Black Sabbath. Apparently, Bill didn't like the contract that he was offered for his reunion with Black Sabbath. And that was it. He told them to go F themselves. <laughs> I can do it better on my own. Uh, And then, of course, the last one of some of the best rock feuds of all time. Joey Ramone versus Johnny Ramone. Uh, This one, they say, goes down as the most amazing feuds in rock history. It started in the early 80s. Yet the band remained together until their retirement in 1996. It was all over a chick. Apparently, Johnny Ramone stole Joey Ramone's girl and married her. (laughs) Yeah, you you don't want to be doing that. They were together until Johnny died in 2004, but Johnny and Joey stopped speaking, and they never made peace. Hmm. Over a girl? Over a woman. Guaranteed, there were a lot of feuds that we don't know about over ladies, right? If one band member really likes one chick, yeah, and she just... uh, She goes with someone else in the band? She goes with like the lead singer or whatnot? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. If someone steals your girl and they marry her, though... I think that happens all the time. But once you get married, I think if they... If, if like, you gotta give up? Yeah. Because yeah. he married her, it's done. Yeah. He won. Yeah. Clearly, she be. didn't want you. You would, not, you would continue your relationship with your buddy? 
Yeah, I mean, if he if they if they messed around like just like they were just uh, he stole her for like a couple nights, like a weekend, like oh yeah. that bastard, I'll kill him. <laughs> but if they end up married, I mean, they were you know. Okay. So if I, I wasn't going to marry her, if I took Rach for a couple days, you'd be like, oh damn you. But then I marry her, you're like, oh that's. Well, okay. We have like you know like a bunch of kids like I was just like, <laughs> okay, in some high this. school. Well, this scenario, you and Rachel get divorced. You have yeah. a falling out. You're living in your basement suite apartment yeah. across from West Edmonton Hall. Yeah. So your best friend marries Rachel. <sighs> Are you speaking to him? Well, <laughs> he's like, Ginger, I can still feel the dent in your coat. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> your best friend marries your girl. But that's, she's not my girl anymore. She's just like my you baby mama. You would still talk to your friend? Oh, no. I don't think I would. That situation, no, I'm kind of. Would you out. rather them just, uh, what's better, them getting married or them, you know, like a little fling? Well, neither. Yeah, not, if that no, helps, it's friendship just, off. Either or. I'm saying once they, once they get married, though, it makes it legit. Like, well, they actually don't want to love. I guess I yeah, but suck this really? one up. Yes. But you don't continue conversation with them. No, done. He's oh. not your friend anymore. Like, would you Friends go out for beers with him? Because your friend found the love of his life. That's your wife. Was my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, you seem very petty right now, Crash. <laughs> I would never speak to that person again. For falling in love. Yes. Yeah. Someone you're not even with. Yeah. That's, that's correct. That's selfish. <laughs> no. You're, but you're giving up your wife. She's she already left me. Yeah, but still. And if I know Rach, I can still have a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> your best friend though swoops in and marries. It's her not ideal. And becomes dad to your kids. It's not the perfect situation. <laughs> but if they fall in love and get married, I mean that's that's real. You guys are still meeting at local for some drinks. Respect that. Oh. Wow. <laughs> People are thinking you're in a. Uh, uh, poly marriage. Yeah, like that you guys yeah. just have a whole bunch of... <laughs> you have a bunch of peeps on the go. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I keep talking right now, we might end up... Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, a couple things going down in sports. Uh, first of all, the 2016 Tour of Alberta wrapped up uh, last night. And an American one, Robin Carpenter. Carpenter finished the 580-kilometer course in 13 hours, 55 minutes, and 31 seconds. 13 hours was his time. That's how long he's cycling for. We actually uh, saw them all zip. Yeah, we did. That was pretty cool. I've never seen that in my life. I always hate when there's like a big like uh, event mm-hmm. and the weather's cold. I was yeah. feeling embarrassed for us I'm when think- there's like people from out of the country like competing. Yeah, here. yeah. Being on a bike though, the temperature would have been perfect, right? Because it's what 16 yesterday. Yeah, you're not really overheating. Perfect. Uh, but all the spectators, yeah, it doesn't, look, like, doesn't, look, good. doesn't look great. Yeah, yeah, everybody basically leaves being like, Edmonton is cold. Exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, that's what they think. Lots of football over the weekend as well. Uh, Calgary Stampeders can't be beat. They took out the Eskimos 45-24, to 24, uh, which is, they haven't lost since week one of the season. Hmm. So they're they're rocking it this year. Uh, Ryder Nation, pretty upset too. They watched their team lose on, in Sunday's Labor Day Classic 28-25 to the Bombers. Alrighty, it is going to be, uh, you know, an okay day today. I know it looks like crap right now with all this fog, but we are supposed to see a mix of sun and clouds. 17 degrees for the high. It is 721, and we're sitting at 7 degrees. Good morning. I got an email over the weekend, and uh, actually, it was was a very interesting read. Someone sent me an article about the five 
mind-blowing cases of mistaken identity by police throughout history. Mm. So, in other words, these are people who have been wrongly accused. Like, if you look like someone they're looking for, they take you down. Yes, that's right. Uh, One that was really interesting was a man that was sent to prison, but he didn't commit the crime. He was the criminal's doppelganger. So he looked exactly like him. That sucks. Like, it would have to be pretty bang on. It's bang on. It is bang on. And these cases go back to, like, early 1900s, like 1903. Mm -hmm. But it got me thinking, has anyone ever been mistaken for a criminal? I I don't know what I would... I think I would panic, obviously, right? Because what do you do? You have no defense. You're like, all I can keep saying is I didn't didn't do do it. it. I was in a 7-Eleven... Uh, over the weekend as well, and a guy. Uh, obviously, the people who worked at the Seven Eleven thought he had stolen something, or they thought he had shoplifted, mm-hmm. and so he had to empty out his pockets. and he, And he didn't, or he kept saying he didn't. Yeah, and he lost his mind. Well, like, yeah, immediately you're being it. accused as a thief. Yeah, he was pretty upset. I don't know if I'd lose it, mind you, but he was really upset. Yeah, he even yelled, "Do you know who I am?" What does that mean? I don't know, but at one point I wanted to be like, no, who are you? Because I, I, You had no idea. No, I was going to say something and then I remembered... It's Kate's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to get involved and then I remembered it's probably in you know my best interest yeah. just to stay out of it. Mm. So there was an incident of a guy who was mistaken for a criminal. Yeah. Have you been in the wrong place at the wrong time? Maybe you were accused of shoplifting. But have you been mistaken for a criminal? Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. Have you ever been confused for a criminal? Yes. Like maybe someone thought you were stealing something or you look like a criminal. Like how many times if there's a, like a wanted picture up on the news or whatever, people text in. They're like, Crash, is that you? Yeah. Like surveillance footage? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, it looks exactly like Crash yeah. robbing that store. <laughs> um, Ferlin from Castle Down says, I keep being asked if I know where to buy drugs recently. Mm. Maybe I got to think about the way that I'm presenting myself to the world these days. Yeah. I went through a phase where a lot of people thought I was selling. D- oh, really? Why? Yeah. Because of the way you dressed? I guess. <laughs> so many people just approach me. And question me, I'm like, what? No, not at all. Uh, Cactus out in Drayton Valley says, I was leaving a store at a big mall in town, and I was accused of stealing my own watch. Mm. So the watch that you were wearing, they thought you took from the store. Flattering. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> obviously, it was a pimp and watch. It was obviously yeah. a pimp and watch, yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Delina. Were you confused for a criminal? I was detained by the police, my husband and I. Damn, what did you do? Nothing. (laughs) Really, nothing. Was it on vacation or in town? It was on the way from my house out near Stony Plain. Yeah. On the way into Edmonton, we were taking a horse trailer in to sell it. Okay. And my husband says, there's a policeman following us. And I go, yeah, whatever. (laughs) And he says, there's another one. And I go, yeah, whatever, you're daydreaming. Then there's another one. No way. Oh, no. Yeah, so we get to that bend in the white mud. I don't know where it was exactly. Either way, one behind us, one on the side of us, two in front of us. Whoa. They pull us over, draw their guns. What? <laughs> come out of the vehicle, point their guns at myself and my husband. Yeah. They tell my husband to unbuckle his, his seatbelt and get out, hands up. 
they grab him, handcuff him, and put him in a car. And I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) There's another police officer going up, two of them, actually, going up my side of the vehicle with their guns in the air. Yeah. And they open my door and point their guns at me and tell me to get out. Oh, my God. And, And they handcuff me. And put me in another car. And we sat on the white mud for two hours, handcuffed in separate police cars. They didn't tell you why they cuffed you? Well, yeah, eventually they did. (laughs) But after two hours? After two hours, it turned out that the horse trailer that we were taking to sell, which we had purchased years ago at an auction, was a stolen RCMP horse trailer. Oh, no. <laughs> and they had taken off the numbers and redid them. But, but I mean, it was legally registered, insured, everything. Yeah. How? It was very exciting. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I would have been Ooh, crapping my pants I the whole time. I crapping my pants, yep. I, what happened with the trailer? Did they let you take it or they confiscated it? They took the trailer. They <sighs> took the trailer. I just thank God that, you know, it wasn't the day we were hauling horses. Mm, yeah, because yeah, yeah, the horse is exciting. Jeez. <laughs> really exciting. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy story. Thanks so much for sharing that. Thanks. You guys have a great day. You, you too. too. Take care. Bye bye. Call, call Crash and Mars. 489 4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. All right, we're talking about the time that you were mistaken for a criminal and how far did it go Mm -hmm. Uh, this text here says good morning guys my sister doesn't live in Edmonton and I live over on the north side she was here to visit we were on our way to Kingsway she needed some products from the drugstore so I stopped in an area uh, that we didn't really know we drove through it Um, my sister is the most unassuming person you'll ever meet she's petite she's got short dark hair no makeup she was wearing jeans on her way out of the store a guy asked her if she was for hire and offered her an amount of money. Oh, no. So in that case, not necessarily mistaken for a criminal, but mistaken for a prostitute. That- <laughs> Which will be on tomorrow's show. Yes. I'll write that down write right that now. Write that down, write that Times down. Times you were mistaken for, <laughs> for a prostitute. A prostitute. All right. Okay. Get your stories ready now, family. <laughs> that's that, right. That's you know. That's when you have to make a uh, clothing change. I right? think it was also the area. You know, like I don't think that it was. They probably thought your friend was like she, a premium. Well, one no, too. it was her sister. Like she said, her sister. <laughs> her sister, rather. Yeah, she said was she was wearing jeans, a t shirt, and flat shoes. Oh, so she just looked like maybe that's a classy one. I yeah, have so no I idea. Know. Uh, let's go to Austin here. Were you ever mistaken for a criminal? Oh, yeah. And it was it was terrifying Oh, for me. What Holy. happened? So I just finished school, and I was in high school at the time. And this is during the winter, so, you know, all of us, like my friends and I, were in a big group, and we're huddling trying to get ready to jump on the bus that's pulling up. Yeah. And out of nowhere, two police cruisers, they, you know, they pull right in front of the bus, and we're all trying to figure out, hmm, what, what the heck's going on here? Mm-hmm. And uh, we had officers come out and they're yelling at us like my group of friends and i yeah you get over here oh and i'm like oh well, that can't be me so <laughs> i'm like okay i'm going to try and get on the bus now and uh they're yelling even more now and their hands are like on their hip are they talking to me oh no you white jacket get over here so i'm looking at my friends going like guys i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's no reason why i should be getting called out right yeah so anyways i walk over there and they're telling me, where were you at this time? And I'm already shaking because, you know, 
I'm a good kid, or yeah. at least I thought I was. Like, yeah, exactly, and you have cops yeah, grilling you. Yeah, so they tell me, where were you at lunch? And I'm like, I was in class. Like, I, I was. I was in class, and I said, is anyone, you know, can anyone verify that you're in there? Yeah. I'm like, my teachers, my friends, like, I'm, I was there. Yeah. And uh, they're like, okay, we had someone fitting your description that was over at the mall, and they uh, held up the Zellers. Oh. oh, no way. Yeah, they said it happened at this time. Someone fitting your description exactly. That is so weird so they, they singled you out, though. I know, and it, it was horrible. So they went and they asked for all my information, and I gave it to them, and I said, yeah, like, this wasn't me. Yeah. And they said, better hope not, and uh, that they'd call me if anything came up. Aye. And they never called you again? No. Oh, <laughs> no, they didn't. But I go back on the bus, and my friends are going, like, what happened? And I'm like... They thought I held up Zellers, and they're like, what? When? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now Radio. These are fun stories. Times that you were mistaken for a criminal. This text here from Dion says, on the first date, I was surrounded by police cars driving home. I pulled over. Cops got out. Guns drawn over the hood of their cars. Mm. Just like in the movies. One police officer was standing by his car on the CB. When uh, he was done, he ran partway to my vehicle. Said there was an armed robbery with a guy in a black truck and a white hat. I drove a black truck and I was no, wearing a white no. hat. Yeah. So they drew your. They drew their. Guns they thought it was him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they said to me, you're free to go after checking me out. The next day, I heard that the Mac store had been robbed. Mm. Uh, that was the first date. The girl never talked to me again. Well, yeah, I mean, that's a statement. If you're sitting in someone's, some guy's truck and you're going out on a first date and it gets surrounded by police with guns drawn. Yeah, mm. I'm literally crapping my pants. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I'll the last date. I'll just put it back in a reverse and leave. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Lish, were you mistaken for a criminal? Absolutely. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> So this is literally like just over a decade ago when I first started working up north. Um, I came down on like a Saturday on my one day off from CNRL and I decided to go to the Boomtown Casino for the first time. Yeah. Ever stepping into one in Fort McMurray. <laughs> and I was in there and I won a bunch of money, like $3,000. Nice. I was there with some guys from work and I decided, oh, you know, like let's drink and I'll just go and deposit the rest of my money after because the bank was just down the road. Yeah. So I decide to get totally loaded, and then <laughs> the guys stay, and I end up walking to the bank to go and deposit my money, and it's the weekend, so it's just the ATM part of the bank that's open. Yeah. yeah. So I go in there, and while I'm putting my money in there, the bank or the deposit box that's on the outside yeah. got robbed. Oh. And all of a sudden, all I hear is this big lock, like, shut on the door. And all these sirens start going off, and I'm like, holy crap, what's going on? Like, I'm, I'm buzzed. I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, I'm trying to get out of the door, and I can't get out. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, these, like, three or four cop cars show up, and they've got their guns out. And, and you have a mitt full of bills. Yeah, I've got a whole bunch of cash that I'm putting into the machine. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, it looks like you <laughs> robbed the place. Or something, you know? Yeah. Like, they're just like, oh, well. Obviously, you know, this girl's like, it's it's weird, you know, she's got all this money in her hand and mm-hmm. boxes got robbed. <laughs> so I end up getting handcuffed. I end up getting brought down to the station and they're trying to ask me what's going on and I'm drunk and they they don't believe me. 
And uh, I get detained for about three hours, and then they had to look over the video footage of the ca- of the cameras yeah. in the bank. And they just and saw finally- your drunk body trying to stick money into the machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489 Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, here's a few things uh, that are going on. First of all, did you know that Saskatchewan had an earthquake this morning? Yeah, I read that. Did you see yeah. that? Natural Resources Canada confirming a magnitude 3.8 earthquake shook the southeast part of the province near Yorkton mm-hmm. this morning. It happened at about 4.40 in the morning. Uh, apparently, it was enough for people to wake up. Duh. To be like, oh, what's going on here? No injuries, which is good. You right know, in the middle of the prairies. Yeah, Isn't right. That weird. Right in the middle. Uh, apparently, that's not the first time that that region has experienced earthquakes over the last seven years. Uh, they've had a few. Mm. Monday, the one that happened today, though, was one of the largest that they've had in a while. Hmm. So, Crash has never felt an earthquake. No, never. I would like to feel one, but I don't want destruction. You don't want a big one. You want. I like just want. A, a, I just want to feel the vibration. Yeah, you want like a three point two or a three point two. Yeah. yeah. You'll feel something weird going on there. So that would be a really interesting to feel. Yeah, I felt, felt. Yeah, I yeah. felt an earthquake when I was living in Vancouver. Yeah. It wasn't like like ground shaking, things mm-hmm. on the shelf rattling. It was more like a like you got vertigo. Yeah, like everyone, the earth was moving. Everyone in Saskatchewan yesterday were they all like what? That was yeah this morning. Was that early this morning? Four forty this morning. Oh, so I thought pe- it was yesterday. No, sorry. so people were. Yeah. Well, or pardon me, Monday at four forty in the morning. Yeah. So today's yesterday. Tuesday. Yeah. So it was yesterday, but at four forty in the morning, people were like, "What?" Mm-hmm. They were sitting up in bed while they're all the cattle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. While their homes were trembling, isn't mm-hmm. that crazy? Yeah. All right, an Edmonton city councilor wants to see cyclists, skateboarders, and pedestrians roam free and roam safely on city streets. Uh, what they're talking about doing, and this is Ward Eight Councilor Ben Henderson. He wants to put together. An event called Cyclovia. Now, Cyclovia has been held in other cities and countries. I think Winnipeg and Halifax do it. Hmm. What is that? Well, they shut down the streets to cars and you can just walk the streets, do whatever you want. Like it's just full pedestrian access. Full pedestrian accent access, yes. Yeah. Skateboarders, rollerbladers, mm-hmm. cyclists, hoverboards. Hoverboards, oh. hoverboard it up. Yeah. Yeah, so what they're looking at now is introducing Cyclovia to maybe White Avenue or somewhere uh, downtown Jasper Place. No neighborhood has been selected yet, but that's what they're talking about doing. Do they do this like once a summer or like every weekend? Edmonton's never done it, so I'm not sure. Like the cities that are doing it? I don't know. Like I don't don't see it being a permanent thing. No, it's not permanent. I think it's just like a day... Oh, it's an event. One day, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, and then there you go. All right, for those of you who are super fans of Wayne Gretzky, you can now eat like the great one. Why? Wayne Gretzky has opened a restaurant and bar at the Edmonton International Airport. It's his second number 99, Gretzky's Wine and Whiskey Establishment. He opened the first one in Toronto back in 1993, mm-hmm. and now he's decided to open one up at the airport. Uh, we were looking at pictures of it, and apparently it's packed. Like, yeah. Act. Well, I read uh, when they first opened it, they didn't do like a big grand opening or anything. They literally just opened it. Yeah. Within like 10 to 15 minutes, you couldn't get a seat. Well, yeah, because like you everyone's go- shuffling through the airport. What? It's located right after security. Yeah. So you go through security and you're like, Wainers. Mm-hmm. And then you head her on in. Yeah. To drink his, uh, you know, wine from his winery and mm-hmm. eat some good food. Hmm. Apparently, there was quite a buzz going on with that restaurant. 
So. Wayne was not in attendance. No, Wayne yeah. was not in attendance. But I'm thinking when they do like their big grand yeah. opening, they he'll be there. I wonder if they're going to like plan that with the unveiling of the Wayne Gretzky statue at Rogers Place. Oh, probably. And yeah. then maybe Wayne will be here, and, he'll, and then he'll rip over to his restaurant. Yeah. If I was scheduling Wayne Gretzky's day. (laughs) (laughs) Dream job. (laughs) If at any time Wayne Gretzky decides to hire me as a personal assistant for his Edmonton events, I would be more than happy to do that for him. Well, he's going to have a full schedule. (laughs) I could be fast and efficient, that's Mm. for sure. All right, public hearings begin this week on the rollout earlier this year of the so-called Skinny Basic TV. Apparently, the CRTC has had over 1,000 complaints in the six weeks after the new trimmed-down TV packages were unveiled back in March, Mm -hmm. and the complaints keep rolling in. Well, it just seemed really confusing. Like, I tried to change things up, and I think my bill ended up being more expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God damn, I should have just left it. But it's just really? so confusing, so I just left it. The CRTC says they're going to kick off a public hearing tomorrow to discuss how the new cheaper $25 package has been offered to consumers. The complaint is is that the $25 package is not just $25. Mm-hmm. That there's like a thousand other dollars worth of things that you need. Mm. Like all the fees. Yeah, and, and the, the add-ons. Um, the actual box that you need. Oh, right, yeah. Right, because it's not rabbit ears anymore to get the their 25 skinny. Yeah package or whatnot. Yeah, you have to rent all the boxes. CRTC uh, says that the new service providers push the boundaries of the fine print and added fees to the $25 skinny basic package, such as the rental of the digital TV box. Basically, the cable companies will win either way. Oh, yeah. They they will get their money. Yeah, of course they will. They're They're big business. They're not in the business to give you a deal. They are big business. Mm -hmm. All right, when it comes to dropping your kids off at school and you're a parent, if you're driving them there, would you say that you're well-behaved? Well, a new study is out that shows here in Canada, it's the damn wild west in school zones during drop-off and pick-up times. This is what parents are doing in the school zones. Speed, Mm -hmm. ignore road signs, and they put kids at risk. <laughs> Just floor it in there. Yep. Get out. Get yeah, yeah. Peel her back out. Mm-hmm. Um, 75% of parents surveyed says that they've seen near misses when a child has almost been struck by a car by another parent. 83% uh, of teachers say they've witnessed parents speeding through school zones. 80% of teachers say they've seen parents ignoring traffic signs and road rules. say that at some point they've seen hostile behavior between parents. That includes things such as laying on the horn (laughs) and using profanities at other parents who are dropping their kids out. So what is that? Is that you're, you're in a busy morning rush? And it's a massive inconvenience to drop your kids off, or you're just irritated being there? I think it's both. I think you're rushing, and I think you're irritated. Mm. And I think you just need to get everybody out the door. Mm -hmm. Get out. Get to school. I know this study was done in British Columbia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is in the it province, the same so here? Is it as I'm, irritating? I'm going to say that parents go bananas here too. Because we did have a conversation where uh, parents for uh, like the beginning of the school year, mm-hmm. they'll get all dolled up. Yeah. Like a lot of hot moms will be oh, yeah, roaming t- around right now. We yeah. talked about that last year where people get all gussied up yeah. to, 
to drop the kids off at school and there's yeah. all kinds of so now are people just pulling in getting angry you're forgetting about getting all dolled up <laughs> and now you're just mad yeah. laying on the horn oh, yeah. swearing at people giving people the finger mm-hmm. all kinds of good stuff uh, this text here says, hey, guys, parents park on the opposite street from the school, and there's mass jaywalking. Oh, yeah. I can oh, see yeah, that. for sure. Because yeah. you... Wherever you can find parking, yeah. get out, go. And then you wait for a break in traffic like Frogger. Yeah. And you uh, and you run your kid through there. <laughs> this text. School zone parents are the worst. Are you guys are the worst? Yeah. Another one here says, I would never buy a house located across from a school. It's a traffic disaster. My friend lives across the street from one, and it's embarrassing. Mm. Another one here says, every parent is tired, strung out. Traffic is awful. Some need to go to work. Kids have to be on school on time. Yes, leaning on our horn and swearing at people is the way to get by. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go uh, experience this. I just just wanna, go watch yeah, it. I just want to people watch people and see what uh, see what goes on. Yeah. All right. This next story here, um, it's it's adorable, um, but not very safe. There's a grandma out there who is listening right now who will secretly love what has happened here. A five year old and a three year old from Washington stole their parents' SUV last week. Mm-hmm. They grabbed the keys while their mom and dads were sleeping, and they actually managed to start the car and drive it down the road. So the five-year-old was driving, Mm. the three-year-old was sitting in the passenger seat. Their adventure ended at the end of the block when they T-boned another car. Oh, no. Now they weren't going very fast, so thankfully no one was hurt. When uh, neighbors ran outside when they heard the crash, they saw the kids. They asked the kids why they were driving the car, and the five-year-old said, I want to go to Grandma's house. Oh. Oh. Mom and dad were sleeping. They wanted to go to grandma's, so they stole their parents' car and T-boned another vehicle with it. The power of grandparents. The power of grandparents. <laughs> uh, there's no word yet on whether or not the parents might be facing some charges. So mm. They were sleeping, though. What can you do? All right. This, uh, this audio video hit the internet, and people really like it. Uh, a teacher kicked off the first day of school with a karaoke song. Now, some are saying that it makes Rebecca Black look like Beyonce, mm-hmm. but other people are saying that uh, her little karaoke tune isn't all that bad. Yeah, it's uh, surprisingly okay. Okay, so here, have a listen. And it looks like this teacher's teaching high school, because in the video, the kids look older. They're not elementary school kids. Mm, I, I have Rebe- I have the actual Rebecca Black Oh, yeah, the song. actual I don't Rebecca- have karaoke. No, I don't have that one. No, but she's singing, isn't she? Rebecca Black is. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was. Oh, God. no, I don't have uh, teachers singing karaoke. Okay, uh, that's probably terrible. That's that's terrible. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's this. So this is Rebecca Black's. Yeah, like, she rolled out a new song, and it's actually not terrible. Oh God. All right. Well, let's have a listen to Rebecca Black. It's typical, but that's definitely not the karaoke version. <sighs> okay, I want well, the karaoke version. I think I have it. Do you have it there? Hang on. Well, because ads run, right? Yeah. Yeah, here you go. Okay, hit is, me with the karaoke This verse. is a teacher, um, and she is singing. I don't think it's that song if that one's new. Okay. But she is singing to her high school class mm-hmm. for their first day of classes. Yeah. Are you ready? Here yeah. you go. Now this is what you came for. This art with a new way home through. Oh, it's to Calvin Harris. Yeah, that's not. Here you go. He why would she sing this? <laughs> the kids are like this. This 
this is how teachers kick off this the school year This is how she's now? kicking off the school year. Stop walking around the room. Although I think, <laughs> I think I would be uh, howling. Yeah, if your teacher like broke out into karaoke, yeah. she's also wearing what looks like like the most stereotypical teacher outfit. Oh, she's wearing a skirt yeah. with a blouse and then a cardigan over top, mm. and she has her hair in a scrunchie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as she's teaching that class, mm-hmm. it's pretty adorable. All right, for those of you who are going to be doing Christmas shopping. Yeah, I know. We are talking about Christmas shopping. Uh, Walmart has released their list of the top 25 hottest toys for the season. Mm -hmm. Now, this was based on the preferences of hundreds of kids between 18 months and 12 years old. So, uh, here's a couple of them. Um, The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles remote control skateboarding Mikey. Mm -hmm. Apparently, that's right up at the top. Uh, the Nerf and Strike Elite Hyper Fire Blaster. Holy sh... Long enough name? That Barbie Rainbow Cove Princess Castle playset. Okay, what's with the long names here? <laughs> These are the toys. The Fisher Price Imaginext Bat Flight City. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's a really big one. Hmm. Uh, Doc McStuffins Hospital Care Cart. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound good. You know... Uh, Doc McStuffins? Doc McStuffins Hospital Care Cart. Who's Doc McStuffins? Jin, Should you know I know? Doc McStuffins is? that is? a big kid's a character? Big yeah, it's a, it's a doctor. It's not as... Oh, that's it? Just Filthy a, as it sounds. Oh, it's yeah. just a standard doctor? Yeah, it's just, a, it's just like a vet. Oh, okay. She takes care of animals. Doc McStuffins. Yeah. Okay. Um, Num Nom's lip gloss truck. Wait a second, that's for kids? I'll take that. <laughs> I'd love a lip gloss truck. Mm. That'd be sweet. Were you one of the kids that would carry the big ring of lip smackers yeah. or whatever? Yeah, damn right I was. Uh, pom-pom wow decoration station. That actually sounds pretty fun. <laughs> Hatchimals? What's a Hatchimal? I guess you grow your own animal. Sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, and let's see here. Paw Patrol Zooming Marshall. Hmm. So those are the top toys that kids are going to be asking I for. I thought uh, like Furby was making a comeback. Uh, yeah, for 90s kids oh. who can't grow up. <laughs> I wonder how kids find out about toys now. There's no, like, because if you're watching Netflix, there's no commercials. Well, that's true. Just if, if you're on the internet. If you watch any sort of TV, though, and kids channel, I would imagine that you're being bombarded with... Yeah, but you're getting, like, less and less of that, though. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Like, it's, it must be tougher for the advertisers to to get s- to those... Yeah, to get sweet, kids. delicious kids' brains, yeah. I yeah. remember before Christmas, or well, and my birthday is in November, so basically starting at, in September, I would be glued to the TV watching all yeah. the new toy ads. Because mm. we didn't have like the you know the PVRs where you could pause and rewind. And no, that wasn't even a thought. I remember <laughs> sitting with like a notepad and like writing down some of the awesome things that I saw on TV mm. that maybe... Like Saturday morning cartoons? Yeah, like yeah. maybe Santa would bring it if I begged hard enough. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. I loved watching kids' toy commercials. Yeah. Um, people are yelling at you, Ginge. They're oh, like, come on, man. Doc McStuffins is a doctor for the toys. Jeez. <laughs> well, I've never actually seen the show. <laughs> I just know the doctor. We have, like, the toys, and she has, like, little, like, animals. She takes care of You call yourself a father. <laughs> I didn't say I was a good one. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, now you know about Doc McStuffins. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now you know. All righty. A couple things going on in sports. First of all, did you guys know that here in Edmonton, we had the attempt at the world's longest baseball game? Uh, it was all to raise money for the Alberta Cancer Foundation. These guys, 55 men and women, took part in the world's longest baseball game. 237 innings. 72 hours. The score was the red team got 378. Black came in at 269. 
There were a couple of injuries as well, including a broken ankle, Yee. a torn Achilles tendon. Oh, they're hardcore. Oh, no, two torn Achilles tendons. <laughs> but they ended up doing it. $250,000 raised, oh, all in all. Props to them. Uh, they said it was cold. The weather was terrible. Mm-hmm. They played overnight where it got down to four degrees, oh, which I, sucks. I think these are the same guys, too, that do the world's longest hockey game. Oh, really? Is it the same group? Same group. Yeah. yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Best hockey players in Canada are in Ottawa to get ready for the World Cup of Hockey. Hockey season is here with Canada's training camp before the tournament starts in just 11 days. The 23 and under North American team are also getting started with their training camp as well. And a couple of things in football. We couldn't beat the Stamps. They're, they're, they're good. 45 to 24 was the final score. Calgary versus uh, the Eskimos. The, Calgary hasn't lost... Uh, since week one of the season, so mm. they're on fire. Ryder Nation is also pretty upset after watching their team lose Sunday's Labor Day Classic 28-25 to the Bombers. Alrighty, it's going to be uh, an alright day today once this fog burns off. We're supposed to see a mix of sun and cloud. 17 for the high. It is 8-21, and we're sitting at 8 degrees. Good morning. <laughs> Uh, during the news there, you said you used to uh, figure out all the new toys by oh, watching yeah. cartoons. Oh, I loved it. Uh, someone texted, uh, nowadays, kids, uh, this one says, my kids watch kids open new toys on YouTube. There's no way! Literally tons of channels on YouTube for that. Of kids just opening new toys and playing with them. And then kids are like, oh, I want that! So that's the new like catalog or that's the yeah. new advertising. Yeah. YouTube channels. I would have never have thought that kids... Because I guess then you would Google... Just like kids opening toys, toys. Yeah. Oh yeah, look at that. Oh my god, look at that. And is all those channels are they sponsored by the toy makers? They must be. And they get kids in there and they have fun. Oh yeah. Make the toys look sweet. Kids opening gifts. Isn't that like torture for your child though? Yeah, like here's like Christmas morning, kids opening Christmas presents, mm-hmm. and you can watch. Giant surprise Christmas present filled with toys. Watch my kids open it. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my kids have and your kids don't. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what people put on YouTube is crazy, yeah. eh? Uh, they call them unboxing, unboxing videos. Unboxing videos. Yeah, if they're a little more pro than just your home video, then they're considered unboxing videos. You know what? That's, that's really, oh yeah, the bizarre and lucrative world of unboxing videos. Why? Can anyone do this? Oh, yeah. Like, you just get companies to send you products, you unbox it, talk about it, play with it, show features? CNN did a whole, like, uh, expose on it, yeah. and apparently the one that they were looking at was uh, a guy who opens Kinder Eggs. No. It's a man who sits and he narrates his way as he unwraps a Kinder Egg, and for, for the camera, it shows the hand slowly peeling the foil off the egg. He cracks it open with his thumb and reveals the surprise treasure in, inside. Does he eat the chocolate on camera, too? No, he oh, just okay. it's just him opening it. It's the slinky dog from Toy Story, and then he gets all excited. And apparently that's one of the most popular videos. And he gets money for this? Yeah, and he gets money for it. That video viewed more than 35 million times since it was posted to YouTube in 2012. Really? Oh, so he's making money off the YouTube channel. He's making money off of YouTube. Not necessarily an endorsement by Kinder Egg. No, but just off of YouTube. The most popular unboxing videos are for expensive gadgets, such as new iPhones, Xbox, and PlayStation consoles. 
People like watching that. Of like unboxing, unpacking yep. a game, put it in, play it, narrate it. Companies have even gotten on board and have started uploading their own unboxing official videos to their YouTube channel, such as Xbox One. Uh, there's a clip from Microsoft of somebody opening up an Xbox One. Yeah. Guess how many how many views? Oh, like 10 million. Yeah, you're close. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. There are also unboxing videos for blenders, Uggs, coffee machines, and mm-hmm. reptiles. I want to know from you guys, <laughs> what weird, quirky, strange thing are you watching on YouTube? Can you, like, blow Crash and Mind's mind away today? I, know, I feel like I'm missing out now. Like, do you sit and watch an unboxing of a new iPhone? Do you sit and watch unboxings of lizards? Like, phones and stuff, I'll watch a bunch of videos, like, reviews. So I guess that would be unboxing, because people are opening people it People are up. opening it. They describe the phone, yada, yeah. yada. What if, Mars, we should start our own unboxing channel? What are we unboxing? I, our first video can be uh, me unboxing the log splitter in the garage. Well, that could be a good one. Right? And I, then you can yeah. come in oh. and be like, and this is how you split the wood. And you can actually split wood. And I bought a table from Buclair. Yeah. And it's coming in a box. I can open up the kitchen table from Buclair. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. These are fun. Um, we want to know what is the weird, quirky, crazy thing that you or someone you know mm-hmm. is obsessed with watching on YouTube. Many times Mars will be like, what are you watching? Yeah. And it's usually like how-to videos and stuff. I'll be watching those. And they're narrated by the worst people. And it's like, yeah. and then you put the bolt to here. What was it? You, you were watching like a YouTube video of... I forget what I was, my last one was. It was like planting was. a tree or something. And I'm like, just dig a hole oh, and put it in the ground. No, it was making your own well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. I forgot that. Yeah. yeah. And it was like this Texan showing me how to dig my own well. Crash <laughs> thought that we would tap into like some well water at one point. Uh, and he so he was watching videos on solar panels. Yeah, solar remember, panels. I remember yeah, you yeah. were talking about going off the grid. Yeah, and uh, trying to dig your own well. Yeah. Yes, that was. <laughs> forgot about that. I'm still gonna do it. <laughs> still gonna get my own well going. Uh, this text here says, "Oh my God, you guys, you don't even know. I have four kids. Three of my girls have iPads, and it is absolutely nothing for them to spend eight hours a day watching YouTube videos of people playing or opening crap. They use my computer paper from my office and all of my tape." To make blind bags so they can make their own videos, too. Hmm. They know what they're putting in the bag. Usually it's their toy. Yeah. And they film themselves opening it up and being surprised. Oh. It drives me absolutely insane. I'm always yelling at them to get off their iPads. And they probably get tons of views on that. Yeah. So then they walk around and complain that they're bored and there isn't anything to do. So I say, fine, go watch your bagging videos. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at all the uh, Mars when uh, you were on a hair kick. Like yeah. a fake hair kick. Yeah. You used to watch all those oh, fake hair yeah, videos. Yeah, I do. I'll, I can sit and watch I like how to style oh, hair videos for hours. Let's be honest. Those are really irritating. Why? Because it's like sparkly music starts up. It's like, hi, girls. It's Becky. So I got the latest hair extensions and yeah. I'm going to put them in. I'm like, oh, what? turn it off. And you don't think listening to, then you take your drill here <laughs> and you drill it in the ground and hope that there's some well water. Is any more pleasant? <laughs> yeah, I guess when you put it back. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, here, we got a whole bunch of peeps I want to share sure. some stories. Uh, we'll start it up with Matt. How you doing today, Matt? 
Oh, Matt, are you there? No, I'll put him back on All hold. All right. Okay, we're staying anonymous. Uh, let's try this one. Good morning. Is this, uh, oh, this is Christina? Hi. Hey, Hi. How are you doing? I'm good. So Excellent. it's not me that watches the videos. It's my eight-year-old. Okay. okay. Yep. And she watches cake-making tutorials. <laughs> and how old is your kid? She's eight, and she's been watching them since she was three. She's obsessed with watching people make fancy cakes. No way. That is so weird. Does she actually make cakes? Does she want no, to make them? No, not at all. No, she, she just likes to watch it from the mixing stuff to making the cake. Huh. Damn. I I bet you that's big for videos, right? Like the views on that? Yeah, but you're eight. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Valid yeah, point. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Okay, thanks, Christina. Thanks, guys. Okay, bye-bye. Call, call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. 1023 Now Radio. Mars is just blown away with the things that oh, yeah, yeah. kids are watching on YouTube. Well, I want something weird to obsess with on YouTube, and I don't know what I want to watch. Like the unboxing videos, that's what we discovered they're called, are yep. huge. They're huge. Even with kids. This text here says, good morning, guys. I'm 18 years old. I'm a girl, and I have a strange obsession with watching great white sharks jumping out of the water to eat seals. <laughs> what? That's what she likes to watch. So you Google that. It's you on search YouTube. it on YouTube, and then you just watch video after yeah. video. Great white sharks jumping out of the water to snag a seal. Wow. That's intense. That is intense. <laughs> uh, here, staying anonymous. How are you doing today? Doing great. How are you doing? Uh, doing pretty good. All right, so you're staying anonymous. Uh, what kind of weird things are you watching on YouTube? Well, I haven't been watching them myself, but I stumbled across a weird area on YouTube. It's called ASMR videos. And it's I came across them watching Bob Ross painting. And it's okay. just a whole community of people who sit there and listen to weird sounds and all these things. Chasing what they call, uh, it's like that spine tingly sensation. Oh, Wow. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I'm I'm on it right now. ASMR. Weird. And yeah. what are the videos? Like just like sounds Some or people making popping noises, tapping on things, scratching things. Here, I got one here. Um, let me uh let me pot it up so we can have Is a it whisper. Heather Feather? Um, I have no clue. But... I'm I'm looking at gentle whisperings account. Okay, let's let's Kay. let's have a listen. Nice as well as sounds nice. What? She's she's really gentle. Oh, I don't like this. I don't like that I either. Like yeah, yeah, I didn't like it either, but there's millions of people out there who just can't get enough of that stuff. It's weird. Oh, it's yeah. messed up. Well, you know what? This text just came in and says, Hey, guys, I'm also into the ASMR. Uh, I enjoy watching YouTube videos of people doing doctor examination role play. What? Okay, now this is just all audio. Yeah. So what that would be then is it's ASMR of someone talking like a doctor. Uh, they go on to say, I like the speaking, the whispering, and the latex glove snapping. That's... That's what they'll watch YouTube videos so when of. when you're watching this, do you close your eyes and envision and, yeah, you would, Yeah. So I would, I would get a YouTube channel where I'd be like, the doctor is in now. You need a checkup. No, that's called porn, oh. Mars. That's <laughs> porn. <laughs> that's, oh. you well, I, guess, well, I thought that's because it's like <laughs> like gentle whispering, like we just heard. Yeah. And then this person wants doctor role play. Uh, well, you're doing it like porn ass. So they like, want like listen, listen to gentle whispers. Okay. Here. Yeah. Let's breathe it in. 
See, you you have to be gentle. I can be gentle. No, you did porn. <sighs> the doctor is in now. It sounds like you're dying. The doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, you need the doctor. The doctor is here to see you. That is so sketchy. That is sketchy. Uh, another one here. Uh, Miles, how are you doing today, bud? Not too bad. Yeah, are you guys talking about uh, things on YouTube? Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, do you watch weird things? Uh, well, I actually have been watching three different segments, two yeah. of which are done by a guy called Matt Pat. Uh, he calls them game theory and film theory. Oh, okay. Uh, with film theory, he actually goes through and talks about really odd conspiracy theories about movies, like in The Matrix, realizing Neo is actually not the one, or uh, when Harry Potter. Okay. Turns out Harry Potter is not the only person that can defeat Voldemort. Oh. And he hmm. actually goes through and explains it. Oh. Huh. See, that's what I need. I need the full explanation. <laughs> but I don't see myself watching videos like this. You wouldn't watch Matt Pat's YouTube videos? I, I, I'm, uh, I'm interested in the conspiracy theory in movies. I find that would be neat. Yep. Well, there's also another neat... <gasps> conspiracy theory? He had... He couldn't give up any more information on that. <laughs> wow. Well, that's weird. They cut, Big Brother cut him yeah, off. That actually sent a chill down my spine. <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. All right, this is an interesting story. Uh, a woman uh, who is from Edmonton was doing a little hiking. And she was in the area of Smoky Lake County. Mm-hmm. When she turned the corner, and sure enough, right in the middle of the bush was the entrance to Churchill Station LRT. What? Did you see the pictures of this? What do you mean the entrance? Uh, oh, like the like the shelter. Like the the sh- the, yeah, like the shelter. Which begs the question, if an LRT stops in the forest but no one is around to take the train, does it mean it's running on time? (laughs) (laughs) Well, somehow the cover of a Pedway entrance to the Churchill LRT station ended up over 100 kilometers downstream on the banks of the North Saskatchewan River in Smoky Lake County. Uh, Tracy is from Edmonton. She was out uh, for a Sunday drive on Victoria Trail, just south of Smoky Lake County, when she saw something that stopped her. And it was exactly that. It was the LRT uh, cover for a Pedway entrance. How did that end up there? Well, I've done some digging, and I now I now know. Yeah. It, that's on somebody's property. Okay. And it's being converted into a greenhouse. Oh, they use that as a greenhouse? That's what they're going to do. They're going to use it as a greenhouse. It's great being, idea. It is a great idea. But it looks so weird. I'll throw a picture on the uh, Snapchat, and you can have a look. It, yeah. it looks so out of place. It does. It looks really out of place. Now, before um, before anybody came forward to say, like, oh, that's my parents' property, or that's my uncle's property, and this is what they're doing with it, there was a lot of theories that were flying around. Uh, and one of my favorite was that the city was hiding it. <laughs> they just throw their garbage in the yeah. bush. The city was not hiding it. Uh, it was, in fact, um, I think it was purchased. Mm. Some city auction, yeah, by someone who wanted it. Yeah, Um, it's uh, someone you know, someone who owns the land, and that's what they're going to do with it. Mm -hmm. But I thought this would be a fun question because if you were like working for the city and you were told to get rid of that, and so you went and dumped it in the bush, you think you'd remember where it was? Probably not. No. Or if you had to hide it, would you remember where it was? If that was like twenty years ago, yeah. No. I want to know if you've had to hide something. And you hid it so well, you never found it. But you were the one who yeah. hid it. Like, guaranteed, people that hide Christmas gifts, 
I do that all the time. I've lost a number of your gifts. Have you ever found them? No. I don't know. <gasps> I remember. Yeah, they're still in the house somewhere. So we could literally do some sort of like treasure hunt in the yeah. house? Yeah, because you like to snoop around around Christmas. So I stick them in like certain areas yeah. behind particular books and I just forget. And then when you're opening gifts, I'm like, no, there's one more. Or like an integral part of another gift. And you're like, cool, thanks. Like, well, looks like I got nothing this year. <laughs> oh, they're all missing. <laughs> <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now radio. All right, we're talking about the thing that you hid so well that uh, you never found it again. Mm-hmm. We're talking about this because of the LRT I guess it'd be like the the platform cover that was found in the bush out in Smoky Lake. Uh, there's a reason for it. So it looks like someone purchased it and they're turning it into a greenhouse. But for a while, property there. Yeah, for a while though, there was some rumors flying around, including that the city hid it and mm. then lost it. We lost uh, a toolkit yesterday. We oh, were, that's right. Yeah, we were using it and then we went out, came back, and it was gone. and it was gone. I don't know. We can't find it. I don't remember putting it somewhere. Nope. I don't remember accidentally throwing it out. No. It's just a small little toolkit. Yeah. And it just disappeared. It's just gone. I swear someone broke in and took it. I don't think that happened. (laughs) Why would you break in? And out of all the things to take, you take some crappy $5 toolkit. (laughs) Big TV or some crappy toolkit. This text here says, my husband hid his bottle recycling money so well he couldn't find it. He thought he lost it. The envelope had over $250 of cash. And boy, oh boy, was he ever emotional about it. It was weird. Oh, really? A few days later, though, he was going through his books and an envelope fell out. There was the recycling money. Mm. Cash is a big one. A lot of people stash away cash and you forget about it. I I stashed away a brown bill a long time ago. Yeah. And in one of our moves, it was put in a book. And then, like, a couple months ago, I was cleaning out one of the closets, throwing out so much crap, open up a business card folder. I'm like, who uses that? <laughs> I open it up, and, like, a brand new brown bill fell out. Like, <laughs> Yay! Yeah! Let's put it all on bread. <laughs> Call Crash and Mars. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now, now radio. We're talking about you hit it so well that you actually never found it again. Listen to this one. It says, uh... Hey guys, Ugh. I was punishing my 17-year-old son because he was being a little D-bag. Mm-hmm. So I decided that I was going to hide his car keys from him. Oh no. So that he couldn't go out. Yep. We never found the car keys. Oh no. What do you do in that case? <sighs> I guess if you lose like keys to your car, can you just go to the dealership and get more keys? Or what do you do? Uh, a newer vehicle, you probably could do that. But if it's an older an vehicle older or a clunker? Change the ignition? Pop open the console and slap a new ignition in with new keys. That's all you can do. Oh, that's a drag. Well, I guess you have to change your door locks, too. Oh, that's a drag. drag. That's a drag. Like, Mom, you ruined my Uh life. Uh, Jen, what did you hide? So, my husband, um, last February, we were going on our family trip to Mexico, and he decided we better hide the iPad in case somebody breaks into our house. Yeah. Okay. our house is fully automated, so, you know, the um, radio, the lights, the security system, everything can be controlled from this iPad. Okay, this is a key tablet to the house. Yes, yes. We still can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Still. And he looks every week. He's like, oh, maybe I put it here. And cannot find it. So you came back from vacation and it just disappeared. Gone. 
It's gone. All the regular hiding spots, not there. That's interesting. Where the hell is it? I have no idea. And he is adamant that maybe one of the kids had found it and then, like, took it somewhere. But we can't even do, like, find your iPad kind of thing because it would just say it was in the house. Yeah. But now it's been so long, it's completely dead. Yeah, you, there's no chance of finding it oh, if it man. is, in fact, dead. You know what's hilarious? You're probably going to find that in, like, two years. Oh, yeah. Well, something, or, you know, sell the house and be like, sorry, we don't know where that iPad is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's one iPad included with this house sale. We don't know where it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's great. Thanks so much, Jen. You're welcome. Okay, bye-bye. Call Crash and Mars. 489 Alrighty, we're talking about the time that you hid something so well that you really never found it again. And a lot of people are saying that if you lose your car keys, mm-hmm. like you're basically you're screwed. Hooped. Yeah. Yeah, you you have to change everything. Yeah, you gotta change it all. Yeah. Uh so we're wondering what did you hide so well? That you never found them again. Uh, this one here, staying anonymous, says, Hey guys, I know a guy who is doing a reno on his house. He found $40,000 that he hid 15 years. The reason why he hid it was because he was going through a divorce and he didn't want her to see the money. Mm. So he stuffed it in the wall? He also found large amounts of booger sugar. Oh, gross. Well, you know what that is. Oh! <laughs> oh! Right, yeah, right. there it is. Okay, all right. Yeah, all that's right. right. Okay. Uh, and another one here. This one's actually, uh, this one's really interesting. Uh, it says, hey guys, when it comes to hiding things so well, I made a treasure hunt for a birthday party where I buried some of my mom's costume jewelry. Mm-hmm. I made a map and my sister helped me burn the edges of the paper to make it look old. Oh, cool. It was awesome. We hid the map in the basement. Well, the map wasn't very detailed because when we found the map and went on our treasure hunt, we never found the gold. Oh, no. You buried this in the <laughs> they, yard and they, somewhere? They buried it, yeah. We actually probably should get a metal detector and revisit my childhood residence because my mom's costume jewelry is probably buried in the backyard still. Did you at least put it in a can? They don't know. She doesn't or say they, they were kids. It on the ground. They yeah. were kids. I guess you just think treasure hunt, <laughs> throw it in the ground. Yeah. Wow. That's right. Yeah. Well, we did a reno on an old house years ago. And in the basement, same deal with that money in the wall. Um, when we were in the basement, you could see there's this little hatch built and paper shreds hanging out of it. Yeah. And we smash it open, and it was filled with old money. But well, that's cool. Majority of the money was eaten apart by mice. Right. So you couldn't do anything no, with the it. Money was pointless. someone hid their money. Yeah. Uh, listen to this last one here. It says, "Hey guys, uh, this summer after we got back from our vacation, I decided to put the passports in a safe place. <gasps> I have no idea where our whole family's passports are. Oh, I've done that. I hope you don't have a vacation coming up." <laughs> oh. Call Crash and Mars. 489-4669. Join the conversation. Now Radio. And that's the show. We want to thank you again for listening and remind you, you can listen over the air at 102.3 FM, Monday to Friday, 530 to 10 AM. And you can check back here every weekday for a brand new podcast.